welcome to marriage. People change. They get old, they get grumpy, they get ugly as a monkey's butt. <laughs> but you stay. And you know why? Because you promised Jesus to stick it out. <laughs> Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show. Thank you for subscribing, for sharing, for telling a friend. All that good stuff, it is very much appreciated. And uh, going to be doing something a little different this week. Basically, because this time of the year is uh, family-oriented, or usually is, without a pandemic going on, but... All of my immediate family's birthdays fall within this time frame, starting with my father's birthday on September 13th and ending with mine on October 7th. My parents' birthdays and mine and my sister's birthdays all fall within that window. And actually, what's even funnier is when we got a dog when I was 12 in October of 93, even his birthday fell in that little window where all of our birthdays were. So that was kind of funny. Even the family dog fit within that uh Three and a half weeks, just a, a hair under four weeks when all of the immediate family's birthdays happened. So I thought in kind of honor of that, I thought it would be fun and kind of different to do some family oriented episodes with my parents and my sister. Not family oriented as much in that we're talking about family or family stories or anything like that, just because I thought it would be something a little different and because I've never done it before. I'm granted. My sister's been on a bunch of times. She was on the show uh, quite a bit in 2015. She started off the year in the first episode of 2015, Cape 31, with me when we talked about Craig Ferguson's final Late Late Show. Um, and we'll get into all that stuff next week. She was on a bunch of the Skid Row Studios era shows in 2015 as well. Anyway, that'll be next week. But this week will be my parents. And people have been asking when I'm going to have them on for a while. Mainly my friends and uh, the people who know them because they find my parents funny. They like my parents. I don't get it because I've known them my entire life, so I don't see the appeal. But if other people do, hey, whatever. Maybe they know better than I do. No, I love my parents, and I have a very, very good relationship with them. And they would never knowingly sit down and have me interview them for the show. Maybe not never. Never's a little bit of a stretch. But I am going to say that they wouldn't be crazy about the idea. So... To be perfectly honest with you, I just recorded a phone call I had with them and asked them about some superficial stuff. I knew they wouldn't want to get super personal and talk about private things on my dopey little show, and I can't blame them for that. So we kind of talked about some superficial stuff, mainly TV and a few other little things. Uh, they've both been reading a lot of books lately, too. Retirement and uh, quarantine. That'll certainly uh, make you catch up on your, your binging and uh, your reading because they're they watched The Sopranos for the first time. They watched Boardwalk Empire. Well, they're in the middle, well, almost at the end, actually, of Boardwalk Empire, and we'll get into that a little bit. But uh, I just kind of want to have a, a casual, maybe somewhat superficial conversation with them because I didn't want to get too personal and uh, be sneaky and record it and put it out there for you guys. Now, here's the thing. I do want to apologize for the audio because the audio is not bad, but it's not how I would like to present it to you. I've done a lot of 
these shows, uh, particularly remotely, which is how I did this one. Uh, I've done them on Google Duo or I've done them on the phone uh, with me here in the studio or obviously we've done a lot of recent ones on Zoom and uh, very few in person. But that's probably going to be more of a regular fixture. More on that in the coming weeks as things develop. But I knew Zoom was going to be bad for either one of them because it's not that they don't know how to handle it. That part's okay. It's frankly the room that they have the computer in. It's uh, another bedroom, which I guess is formerly my bedroom, even though I didn't live with them in this house for particularly long, uh, except when I moved back here to New Jersey from California. But that's another story and more of the autobiography, which I'll fill you in on down the line. But this room is hardwood floors and there's this all in one computer and I bought them a webcam for it because the one that's built in sucks just so they get on family Zoom calls and things like that. So they got the webcam kind of recently, except the quality of it is okay. But with it being in the room, if I'm being honest, the, their floors are hardwood and there's not a whole lot of stuff in the room. It's it's kind of open because nobody currently uses the room. So it's very echoey. So I thought it would probably be better to just do a phone call. But my typical system, or at least what I've done in the past, in uh, this recent collection of shows since March is uh, I was able to call them through the computer and then have the other person on the phone. That way my voice sounds like how you hear it now, and you hear the other person like they're on the phone. That wasn't working because of whatever technical glitches, and I couldn't figure it out. So it's almost going to seem like you're listening in on somebody's phone call. Imagine it's either someone's uh, someone's gotten caught and they're being <laughs> these tapes. That someone said something inappropriate, and these tapes are being released. Like, we have these recorded phone calls from such and such, which there's nothing lascivious on these tapes or uh, criminal, I assure you. Or you can pretend you're a spy and you're listening in on a family's uh, conversation, which is with my mother and father. And uh, my mother is, frankly, most of the phone call. My father, as uh, she and I joke about after he hands the phone back to her, uh, he's a man of few words. He doesn't talk nearly as much. And to be honest, I get my chattiness from my mother in some ways. In fact, one of the first things uh, Andrew Rizzatella told me back when we did The Only Podcast That Matters in the summer of 2010 Listening back to the first couple episodes, he didn't know, so much notice it in conversation, but he said, when I hear you speak, I hear your mother. And it's true. I kind of have her her cadence, her rhythm. And you're probably going to notice that, too, and maybe even laugh at it, but that's just how I speak. I guess I could be retrained to break it, but uh, maybe there's something charming about it. Again, I don't know. Uh, and I did try to not talk over anybody just because I knew it was going to be a phone call. It was going to sound like a phone call in the end. So I tried to keep it. Even and it sounds it sounds good. I'm not trying to say the sound quality sucks. It doesn't. It's good. Um, and it's a clean show. There's that. <laughs> There's no cursing because it's my parents. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, right on the back of that, there is no quarantine questionnaire or anything like that that I asked them. That's mainly to embarrass my friends and possibly my sister next week. I guess you'll have to tune in and find out. Tune in. You're gonna have to listen to it or download it or stream it or whatever. You're not tuning in anything. But regardless, uh, it's just a a short chat I have with my parents to finally kind of get them on the show and uh, as of now I haven't told them yet that uh, they were on an episode inadvertently that I was sneaky and put on an episode and then it heavily edited down so they sounded good no 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 that's not the case but it is essentially just a phone call with my parents I thought it'd be fun I thought it'd be different and again to kind of celebrate this time of year we're in where it's our birthday time rounding out with mine which is coming up but you've heard plenty out of me over the last few months so maybe here's something a little different 
So here it is. Enjoy my chat with my mom and dad. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello, mother. Hello, dear. <laughs> is it obnoxious that I call you mother? I seem to only call you that on the phone. No, you call me dad any old time. Oh, well, I mean, you're my mother, so it's not wrong. Yes, dear, I know. But <laughs> I know. <laughs> but regardless, how are you? Fine, I'm fine. Wonderful. So I got your enthusiastic email that uh, you oh, two yes, would watch was... Western Stars together. Yes. Delightful. I mean, I assume you both watched it, right? Yes, we did. Mm. And I always want to say, you say stars, and I don't know why I want to say Western Sky. I don't know why. But I keep on you thinking that the word Probably is sky, similarity. and it is. It's stars. No, it was very good. I no. thought it was excellent. Dad liked did he, it, too. Did he? Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, he wasn't shouting because he's gotten older and his delivery is different. But they were just lovely verses, something that was being shouted. You know, the kind of music I don't like. Right. So it was very enjoyable to... You know, listen to him. It was it was very nice. You know the, the 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 videos he showed and so forth and and whatever. But the music was was cool and it was in his barn and it was you know low key and kind of cool. Had not necessarily an audience. Maybe they had neighbors. I don't know. Uh, it looks like or, friends. Maybe some neighbors. Maybe some family. It was a small group. It wasn't yeah. a big. Yeah. It wasn't a public uh, concert. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but no, the stream I, section I, and everything—it was. Yeah. I, I loved it. seeing it in the theater. Was great, and that's why we. I think it was last October actually, when we went and saw it, because we thought, well, it's going to be, it's it's going to be great in the theater because it's going to sound so lush. And you know, knowing that there was a string section, it was much more than, mm-hmm. you know, like a five five piece band, let's say, that it was going to sound really good and be really immersive, and it was, especially on a big screen with that barn. Just how beautifully decorated that you know the barn was. Uh, it kind of felt like you were in the room when we saw it in the theater. I, I knew you'd like it because you you have a you, you've really turned the corner on Bruce. You you've had this latter day affection for him between yeah, this I and, and the book. I'm still on. Uh, I'm still that was on my Sammy. next question. Well, You're still reading Sammy Davis Jr.'s book. Yeah, I'm. So well, that's, I'm a, that's I, a telephone I, book. I yeah, it is. I haven't I haven't uh, been as good as Dad. Dad's about halfway through. Uh, the Buddy Guy book. Uh, Buddy Guy, and I just asked him just before. I said, "How is it? You know, he he's not very, he's a man of few words. Yeah, he's, right. not, he's not particularly uh, descriptive. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> but 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 he's reading it, so he's like, I know he's ready. Well, I was close. I told you I was going to get him the book. The the Irishman was based on because mm-hmm. I yeah. knew he'd like that. But then I saw and I was like, ah, oh, but then this buddy, you know, he's been big on biographies. I mean, I'm sure he was still like the Irishman book. Anyway, I'll probably get him that for Christmas. But when I was looking browsing for whatever and that popped uh-huh. up i thought wow you know he probably would get a charge out of reading about that so i said yeah i'm, I'm gonna get him the buddy guy autobiography because that's what i mean that came out i think eight years ago i got it right away and i uh, never of course the audiobook and i just never thought to maybe get him the book or play playing the audio or whatever it was but uh, now uh-huh. that he's gotten so big into reading books particularly autobiographies and memoirs I thought, what better a time? Well, they're so fun. I kind of, I kind of jumped on that. It's kind of cool if you know if it's people that you like. You know, it makes it more fun. Of course. Uh, but so you're going to read. So you're going to read Bruce's book then. I mean, I know you oh, said you absolutely. were interested. Absolutely, absolutely. I was thinking of starting it. You know, and then you know, I can you can always read two. I guess at the same time. 
Uh, yeah, but as I it, said, he's better than I am. I have to have um, kind of complete silence in order to read. And if he's got the TV on inside or something, I hear the words being mm-hmm. spoken in my ear from wherever, and then I can't concentrate because then I read the same word over and over. Like when you get tired, you know, yeah. you're trying to fall asleep and you're reading the book and you read the same line over and over, and you say, I don't think this is working. So I, I actually I was reading it this afternoon when Uncle Richard called. So I didn't get very far. I might have read three pages maybe, <laughs> um, and I haven't gone back because we decided to turn on and see. I kind of get that way too because I, I, have, I have trouble tuning out other noise. Like if you know there's a TV on or something like that, I can't. I kind of need to sit quietly. Yeah. And I do like it when I do read, which isn't as frequently as I should, if I'm being honest. But I'll usually do it. You know, Sherry goes to bed first, and I'll sit, which is probably the the move for you is to just read after he goes to bed because he's always in bed yeah. before you. Yeah. So that might yeah. that might be your your time. But it might give but, me uh, a page. It might make me. But if you read, it might make me tired, and then I'll only read a page and a half. <laughs> well, that's what I try to do. I've been I've tried to be good about it, and certainly this year with you know my sleep being kind of all over the place, I said, well, let me not look at my phone. I'm not going to watch TV. Let me read, even if it's just a chapter. Let me just not look at a screen for a little while before mm-hmm. I go to bed, which is what everybody recommends. And right. it's usually helpful, but I, uh, frankly, I haven't read nearly as much as I want to. I haven't even listened to as many audiobooks as I want to, but I've also been home. I don't just walk around at home with headphones on all the, all the time. Like I used to as a, as a kid and a teenager. So <laughs> I don't, I don't listen to as much stuff just sitting around the house as I used to. No, it's funny. I was actually kind of amused by the fact that you, in, I mean, not in a, in a bad way. Like when, when I watched, uh, well, I knew you were going to like Springsteen on Broadway anyway, because I knew the type of show it was going to be, even though we sat and watched it together. And uh, same thing with this. I was thinking, oh, they're going to enjoy this because this is very, you know, it's, it's, it's very lush and melodic, but it's not loud and overbearing. And I know that's, you know, when you're, <laughs> you're not really into music, that's going to get that, uh, that gets particularly loud. But because of how, I mean, lush is the right word, just how it sounds mm-hmm. with the, the orchestra and the strings and everything, you know, the whole setup that he had. It was better. I actually like those versions. I mean, as much as I like the album, he played the entire album, uh, mm-hmm. plus Rhinestone Cowboy, which I'm sure thrilled you. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I kind of didn't know why that was in there, and then I thought maybe it was was uh, you know a thing for Glenn Campbell, and then mm-hmm. I thought there might be something at the end in memory of or whatever, and there wasn't, and I still don't know why he put it in there because everything else he wrote. So that was, yeah, that was a big surprise. I, I think it kind of fits the theme. You know, if you look at the theme of the Western side, I mean, I guess it could have traveling. been traveling, which is all alignment. But yeah. at the same time, I feel like it, it kind of fit. At the same time, it's kind of a an upbeat, maybe celebratory song. So if you're going to end yeah. the movie, plus, yeah. plus give people something more than what was on the album, since he played every song on the album straight through. I yeah. thought that was a nice, I thought that was a nice touch. I yeah, enjoyed it. it was good. But I, I just find it funny because you used to, I mean, you couldn't stand it circa 1986 when I started listening to him. And You have uh, to realize something, though. What's that? I was busy taking care of you guys. So, I was busy listening to a boombox, though. I wasn't in your way. No, I know, but <laughs> my mind was more concentrated on that stuff than music, or as, as hard as that might be. No, I, I get it. I Maybe get it. there's others that can... Now, of course, all the parents are complaining because they can't do anything, which cracks cracks me up tremendously. You can't? Is it that tough, folks? You know, but my mind was 
consumed with you guys and taking care of you. So whether, you know, I wasn't really into somebody who was, I mean, obviously I knew who Bruce was, of course. Oh, of course. But, but you just said it was noise. I, I think it had more to do with the fact that you just thought it was noise because you kept calling it noise. Uh, noise well, and dis- dismissively referred to him as Johnny One Note. <laughs> Which is funny I? because on one hand you said he was Johnny One Note. On the other hand, you say he screams everything which he doesn't, but I just thought it was funny. Like, well, which one is it? Does he scream everything or does he only sing in one tone? Which is fun. In an ironic turn, that's the stuff you now like. <laughs> I mean, considering you've enjoyed the Western stars and uh, the Broadway show, I just thought it was kind of funny. Well, maybe it's because I now have a chance to kind of relax and enjoy it. Right. Well, that, and I get that then, too. I get it. Yeah. I mean, even dad was kind of, I was, I was kind of surprised by the question. But at the same time, was uh, I think he was kind of surprised by how much he enjoyed, you know, the Broadway show. Mm-hmm. And in uh, as much saying, like, are these all his songs? I said, yeah, you wrote all these songs. You know, because mm-hmm. he wouldn't have known. I mean, he's heard my hometown and born in the USA hundreds of times uh, <laughs> just because they've been playing in the room. Not that he's ever put it on. Do you think part of it's age? And do you think part of it is, is the, I mean, because he's only three years younger than you, which I kind of didn't even think about when I was younger, because that probably would have, you know, made my head explode. Like, what? Bruce Springsteen is almost the same age as my mother, but I just wonder, do you, is it part of it, the, the connection or the stories he tells or, you know, just the, the New Jersey connection? I mean, do you think any of that stuff resonates with you? Well, when, when you, you listen to, to when you think about experiences? it, you know, he, he, he didn't, his whole life was not necessarily happy. He was kind of finding his way, you sure. know, and some of the stuff was kind of sad, but I actually, no, I think now, again, I think I've had a chance to relax and enjoy it more. Right. Than okay. back then. Um, and again, it's probably my upbringing to use lack of, you know, to use a common word. Mm. Um, I grew up and it has nothing to do because that'll probably make some comment. I grew up with, you know, Perry Como and Calm and, you know. All the oldies and all the old singers easy and listening. so forth. Huh? <laughs> easy listening. That's got to be the best term for it. Yes, exactly. Cro- you know, crooners or, you know, uh, yes. Yes. B and C so, level crooners. And, 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 and rock the and most roll, exotic, which my parents. The, the most exotic uh, Graham got was Engelbert Humperdinck. That's about as yeah, far well, as it went. That, yeah. Uh, That's about as riotous a music as you'd hear in her house. Exactly. So. That And that was basically the thing at the times. And then rock and roll, which, you know, of course, they didn't like. Not that it was horrible. It was m- much more subdued than today. I, I I think I've gotten a chance just to, you know, enjoy it more. I see. I've been but I've never lot. liked, but I've never, li- I've never liked loud. I just, that's nothing that, that, that uh, commercials, like, you know, you laugh at me, but I can't stand it when they're, this I don't know what is it uh, uh, sh- shame what is it shameless uh, that food delivery whatever that shouts at you I don't know what the heck they're saying I I thank God for the mute button because I muted all that I can't stand it <laughs> it sounds like I'm having a a, micro, a headache or something well give me one. I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what it is you're referring to but okay well if I see I it, uh, it now I know the HSS thing thanks to Sherry. Hospitals for Special Service, HSS. Oh, yeah, she was able to find the song and look up the lyrics. But it's still, it's, but it's still that first three lines or four lines that that 
person, I think it's a female, battle, battle, you know, uh, spits out. It, uh, it can't be the words that were on her phone. It's hard to believe that you can get those words out that quickly because it doesn't sound anything like that. But anyway, mm. that's what it was. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's it. Low tolerance for commercials these days. I do. And if it was you, I would listen. Well, but I, I can't. I, I better get on it. I can't take the. I don't understand the reasoning for you know everything is and I my sight is fine, but I don't like flashing lights and all that kind of stuff. I don't think there's any need for that. That wouldn't make me buy something because it was in flashing lights. I just think it's annoying. Well, I, I don't know. That, I don't know that they're. Uh... That you're there not, in the in their target demographic either. I don't think they're trying to get your attention for what it's worth. I know, dear. Otherwise, you know, the, your your group would be uh, more like you know, hi, I'm Robert Wagner, and have you considered a, <laughs> you know, or a who's it, who is it? Who is it? Who was it? William Devane selling silver or something? Or um, yes, he is. <laughs> what what's the uh, oh what's the loan thing that they that they scam old people with the refinancing thing. You know, one of those commercials. That? No, you oh, know, the okay. ones that's like, hi, I bet you never, a reverse mortgage, that's it. Yeah, reverse. <laughs> hi, I'm Ro- Robert Wagner, you know, Tom Selleck, or whatever. Tom Selleck like, is doing it, yeah. Is he? Yes, he <laughs> I is. I pulled that out of my, out of my No, book. he is. That's funny. Well, that's he's what I'm a- saying. It's like, hi, I'm Tom Selleck. You've probably heard a lot of bad things about reverse mortgages, but I'm here to tell you, it's okay. And you look at that and say, well, it's Magnum. I know he's honest, so it's yeah. got to be okay. His well, that's a big real estate person. Well, also being of a certain age, I mean, they're going to go yeah. over people like that. I mean, that was the joke. That was a great joke on the Kaminsky method when they offered him the, the was it a reverse mortgage? I think it was the I commercial. So. Uh, and yeah. then in the end, he didn't do it. Elliot Gould ended up doing it. <laughs> he yeah. was just happy to have the gig. That was funny. But it's that type of stuff where, yes, you know me. I'm here to tell you about such and such. But, well, if people are that suckered in by that, that wouldn't make me buy anything if I want it or if I need it I'll get it if I'm not they're not gonna they're not gonna convince me I'm cautious <laughs> you're not interested in a reverse mortgage I don't know I only I only I only buy for friends and family gotcha yeah which is me so there speaking of uh circle circling back for a second to uh yes, to you. New Jersey so you watch the Sopranos uh yes you, and you, I do we didn't finish the other and I don't care if I do really you're that checked out of Boardwalk Empire already they're like, I can't well, do it. Well, there's only six left, and who else are they going to chop up? Are they going to chop up <laughs> uh, Steve Buscemi? I mean, he's got Maybe. To I don't know. I, I don't I haven't seen that. My goal is to at least watch The Sopranos by the end of 2020, since we're already in basically October. Well, if you want so less death, try The Sopranos. If you want more, <laughs> then you go, I no, know. it's okay. It's okay, but it's just continuous. It, you know, and again, it's it, the bad thing is, the bad thing is, the good thing is, and the bad thing is streaming. So instead of watching one this week and one next week, like I watch Grace and Frankie, just you know, extend it. Well, you try. You watch about six of them. So then you're tired of it, which is your own fault. <laughs> so it's basically my own fault for watching all these murders. Well, it's because, also because you're 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 also you know the entire series is available, so it's not something like a Grace and Frankie, where you're getting eight or ten episodes a year, and you got have to wait for more. Since The Sopranos and Borok Empire have been wrapped up for years now, yeah, you can watch the complete series. So unless yeah, you're disciplined enough to say I'm going to watch one or two a week and spread it out, 
because you fell into the binging habit. You would watch Grace and Frankie the weekend it came out and they have to wait for a year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I know. Talking about the fact that there was no new Grace and Frankie. Oh, I miss my girls. Well, so. they only made 10, you know. Right. Well, that's <laughs> Years it. Years ago, yeah, they made 35. <laughs> what? Murphy had, what, 35? Yeah. Um, well, in Kaminsky Method, they, they have eight. You know, they're going to do se- yeah. seasons of eight. And that, yeah, it goes by quickly. I tried to ration it out, and I ended up watching four in a night. So, <laughs> so much for that's that. That's what I said. It's good and bad. Of course. Of course. But I get how it's something, I know you're not a big fan of, of watching violence or uh, d- artistic depictions of violence. But no, it's, 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 it's still, not. It's not. But, you, but despite that stuff, anyway, you, you enjoyed The Sopranos. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good. It's it, it's sad to think that, that, you know, even though that was a story, you know, it goes on and it's from something that happens in real life. You know, unfortunately, that's the sad part of it. And this is somewhat what went on, although it's a story of of the shenanigans and in, in, in whether it be, you know, uh, Irish crime or Italian crime or whatever. It's still wacko, but interesting. <laughs> Well, now I'm, I'm going, did... now, uh, now I'm finding all new things, and Dad comes in after he's inside. For, what are you watching? What's this? Yeah, because now you're watching Roy Rogers. Now you got to dial back decades no, now, ago. No, now, now, now I'm watching McMillan and Life. Oh, I did that. see that. Yeah, yeah, that popped up on the recent watch. The other day, those are good. Those are good, <laughs> and I'm looking. and I'm saying the the outf- no the outfits in 1971 because this started mm-hmm. in 1971. He had striped ties. <laughs> and I mean striped shirts and god awful ties. Are you saying fashion hasn't held up in the last fifty years? Is that what you're trying to say? You're making no, a, but I'm saying just no. And I know it's staff. changed because I've seen them on TV on you know Saturdays. I forgot what channel it's on, but there have been a couple of McMillan and Wife's on a Saturday, and uh, you know through the last few years. So I've seen them, and I've also seen stuff you know at the end of the season when right. they finished up, and his wardrobe changed drastically. Within a couple of years, but the stuff—it was just unbelievable. That was supposedly, you know, stylish that they wore. You know, these huge, huge tie and these, you know, these striped shirts and all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. But he was a very good actor. So, where did you land then on the? Just to circle back quickly, the Sopranos. Where did you land on the ending? Were you happy about it? Were you mad? I think like everybody else, it kind of left you hanging. But I guess that was the idea. You can figure out for yourself, okay, what happened to the family after this? Well, apparently, according to somebody who who worked on the show, because I actually heard because they they called into Howard, because that that finale is still a discussion this year on that show. And that's kind of, you know, as much as you can say, it was uh, disappointing. People are still talking about it all these years later. But uh there was one guy who worked on the show. I think it was a stand-in for Gandolfini, something like that, who said they shot five endings for the show because they didn't know. David Chase didn't know if uh, they were going to continue the series later uh, or if they were going to do a movie or whatever. So he didn't want to put a definitive end on it because he didn't know that the show was going to be completely done. Obviously, James Gandolfini passing away a couple of years later didn't didn't help. So. Yeah. That's part oh, of it. But apparently they, they shot an ending where, um, you know, Tony gets killed outside the restaurant or the whole family yeah. gets killed inside. I mean, there were like five endings films. They didn't know exactly what they were going to do. So rather than give it a definitive ending, um, as much as people say there's some someone earlier in the season, what character I forget. And again, I haven't seen the show, but somebody refers to uh, the fact that, you know, when you die, that's it. Just goes black. That's it. Something yeah. to that effect. I'm paraphrasing. 
because I don't know the exact line, but so that was kind of a, a lot of people took it as a suggestion of, well, he gets killed and that's what happens to him. All of a sudden it goes black, no music, no picture, nothing. So, but you, (laughs) you can imagine people leaping out of their, off their couches when that happened, thinking their cable went out. That's kind of the funny thing about how it ended. Yeah. Everybody thought something went wrong with their, with their cable. Like, no, it's the end of the show. What happened? Meanwhile, that was just how it ended. So was there anything, I mean, obviously you, you watched McMillan and wife when it aired, even though it's been a few years since Mm -hmm. you've seen it, but is there anything new you're going to dive into next? Is there anything you picked out? I don't know if it uh, moves the needle for you at all, but David Chase, who did Sopranos, is also the one who created or co-created Mad Men, which is another Yeah, you keep saying that, and I know that goes back to the 60s or something, doesn't it? Yeah, it takes place in the 60s. I mean, I didn't finish it. I only watched the first three seasons, and I have no reason no, why I No, I know didn't. that's on there, but then that might, I, that, that's, that, that's a thought. And then I was thinking of doing West Wing because of Marty. That's true. Yeah. Well, people, well, people uh, love that. That show's still beloved. They're doing actually at the does fundraiser. The, he does the, the, he does the, uh, the new uh, the you know, medicine card commercial. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Who's he? Silver <laughs> Fox. Who's he? Gonna, I'm going to fix your mother, you know. Drug no, he's funny. And the gal, you know, the, the drug, the druggist says, you know, it was West Wing moment. <laughs> it like a <laughs> well, West it. Wing moment. So, but okay, no, but he's just cool. He's, I mean, he's he's cool and Grace and Frankie, and that's that's just who he is. I guess I'm learning late. You're you're teaching me that that you know people are acting, but he, you know, oh, he's, for crying out loud, don't listen to me. He's he's smooth. You know, it just that that's just his demeanor. I guess. It, it comes across. Actually, actually, I did watch the West Wing one time for about fifteen minutes, and then I don't know. I went off. Not that I intentionally went off, but I, oh, I don't know if I really want to get into this. And then I went to something else because it depends oh. on what I'm gonna. Well, that's true. You know, that's that's what we talked about watching that you just never gotten around to. So that would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, where's your husband? He's in the library reading his book. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. No, oh. I'm not that library. I know that. I just meant he's sitting reading the book. Being, I'm being, I'm being funny. I will let I'm you have him for whatever reason. Sure. Wait a for whatever reason to talk to him? No. Oh, okay. Your child wants to talk to you. There. Son, I'll wait. Talk away. Go ahead. Go ahead. Dad. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I, I sorry. I didn't interrupt your reading. I know you're in the middle of your your buddy guy book. That's right. Yeah. Is the book any good so far? Yeah, it's pretty good. What are you up to? Nothing really. Nothing. No, I just read. That's it. Oh, well, good. Can't do much anything. Well, that's true. Mom said you. Uh, well, this was a couple of days ago, but she said you watched the uh, the Bruce concert, the Western Stars movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you liked it? Yeah, it's pretty good. That was a couple. Of, yeah, that was a couple of days ago. Right. Yeah, she she emailed me about it, but I forgot to ask last time I called you. I didn't see it very beginning, but I. Uh, mm-hmm. I so you're going to finish up Boardwalk Empire this week? I don't know. You don't know? Probably not. No. Uh, well, we, have, we haven't watched in a while, so I guess you might not. You want to see it? Not interested in finishing. She. Watching McMillan and wife the, the last couple of days. Right. Well, you only got a couple episodes left. You can just finish up. But th- then what are you going to do? You need a new show to start watching. Well, maybe my other shows will be on. I don't know. 
Well, that's the thing. See, nothing's coming back for the fall because no one went back into production because of all this. So any of the normal shows you'd watch in like prime time, nothing's coming back yet <laughs> because every, you know, everything's still shut down. Have you read this book? I got, yeah, I got it. Well, I got the audio book when it came out, which was 2012. And I kind of forgot about it um, because I kept saying it's something that I know you'd enjoy. And I remember we, it was a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if you remember, but we watched the documentary about him. Pretty, pretty interesting, you know, the you know, stuff he went through. I guess I'm about halfway. <laughs> I need to uh, go back and listen to that again, the uh, the audiobook, because I enjoyed it. I listened to it when I was uh, driving back out to California in uh, September 2012. So, But I only listened to it the one time. So that's when I should go back and revisit. But yeah, it was on my mind as, oh, Dad would like this, but didn't really think about it. And then... You know, you've been into reading people's books lately, especially, you know, autobiographies and things like that. Uh, I'm glad you're into it. If I read this right, back a couple of pages, Muddy Waters died? Yeah, Muddy Waters died ages ago. Okay, because, uh, let me see. Because you said something about, oh, here it is, on 157. Larry and Muddy Waters are long gone. So I assume he meant that he's gone. And he died. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, Leonard and, and money. Yeah, and this other guy, Marshall Chess. Right, had a chess record. Yeah. Yeah. But at the point when the book came out, yeah, he'd been dead almost thirty years. Muddy Waters. I I I just know how to interpret it right. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff. It's funny to hear how. Uh, I mean, obviously, you have your own family story, but you see how poor people grew up in, in the South. I mean, like just like that, the BB King documentary we watched, same thing. Mm. Didn't quite realize how poor, poor was. <laughs> Everybody's well, in a, him. what's that? He, he praised BB King. Oh yeah. Well, everybody does. How can you not? A genuine guy and everything, you know, mm-hmm. with him and others, you know, right. Never had a nasty street. He was. He had his moments. Muddy Waters, I guess. Yeah, he was. He was crazy, supposedly. What? Where? I didn't. I didn't ask you actually. Where did you land on the Sopranos ending? Did you think it was? Were you happy about it, or were you? Did it bother you that it just ended? Oh no! I guess it was all right. I guess. Now, you weren't disappointed that it. You don't know what kind of how it ends. No, not really. I just want to see how. Uh, Thank you. How that one, Oh, on Boardwalk Empire. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, no, that's why I was, I was, you know, I was asking about Sopranos, because you don't really know, you know, it kind of ends vaguely. Yeah, it kind of just ended them all together in Holston. That's, yeah, that must be your favorite part, is seeing all these spots. That's why I think you really took to it. Not that you ever didn't want to, you know, made a choice not to watch the series, but I think that was your favorite part, seeing all the North Jersey spots and recognizing the opening credits alone. Yeah. yeah, I feeling that would be your favorite thing. That and they're Italian, and they probably speak and act like <laughs> people you were used to growing up and everything. Even though it took you know it took place in, in modern day. You need uh, a. What? I have to go because I have to pee. Oh, okay. No, I'll let you go. So unless you got something else to say, uh, <laughs> you want... don't you enjoy talking to the less have something else to say? You feel wonderful. Good talking to you. Goodbye. All right. Thanks. I'll talk to you later. He just sounds so excited. Unless you have something else to say. 
It sounds like it's a burden. He's got, he's got to run to the bathroom. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a, a lot of leeway in between uh, feeling, feeling the impulse and when, you know, the clock runs out. I have a feeling that's a very short window for him, so it's okay. Yeah, it is. They're so wonderful. You know, you shrieking at him doesn't, <laughs> it just slows him down. <laughs> no, but it's just, you know, you're enjoying the book. Yeah. Are you doing like it? Is the book well, he's a man, Well, he's a man of few words. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. It's not a surprise. Exactly. If you say pepperoni pizza, he'll wake up, though. <laughs> well, I'll let you go. I love you both. Love you, too. Right. Have, have a wonderful day. And finish. He, he's antsy to finish Boardwalk Empire, so watch some of that tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll watch it now. The other, there's no, there's no rush. Well, whatever, you, whatever you want the break just, from reading. <laughs> I just like new things to see. I, yeah. I understand. I'm just saying, that, you know, he, he wants he wants to see he wants closure for Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> I know. For, he wants, he wants to know what happens. He wants to see Steve go down. Oh, well, all right. Well, that's what I mean. Just just let, wrap it up, and then you can move on to something else. He likes cartoons. Watch The Simpsons next. I mean, I'm I know joking, it's one of your sister's, sister's favorites, but oh yeah. Well, I told her that actually. That that's ironic because you know when I, when I tried to watch it when it was new when I was a kid, she would always tell on me. <laughs> And now, whatever it was, a couple of years ago when they started showing it on, uh, when the channel FXX came out and they showed The Simpsons for like a week straight, uh, she finally watched a bunch of episodes and fell in love with it. And I said, well, now look who's coming around. <laughs> you know, 20, 25 years later or whatever it was at the time. Carol actually says that Bart and Lisa, you know, the two older kids, they remind her of us sometimes in our good moments. Anyway, I'll let you go. All right, sweetheart. All right. But I love you both, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. And it's back to me, the crisp, clear sound of my voice. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I thought it was just something fun, different, novel. I know I said that at the beginning, but just the same. So I hope you all enjoyed it. If you're interested in more of my nonsense, you can follow me, on Twitter at Chris Abalo and on Instagram at Chris Sells Out. You can follow the show at Cape Pod on Twitter and Instagram as well because that has the same handle and I wasn't smart enough to do that with my personal accounts. Whatever. And thank you for subscribing and sharing and listening and reviewing and giving the show five stars or a thumbs up or anything like that. And next week I'll be back here talking to my sister, making her triumphant return to the show. So until then, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment.